Hello and welcome to a new episode of A Fire Inside Out. I'm Ben Hansen, all fired up. We have Jeff Cork over there. Good morning, my friend. Oh, we're back. And I bet it's really annoying for any kind soul that's listening to this podcast in its entirety because the last like six episodes have been like, we're back, everybody. Isn't yeah. it crazy? Out of the darkness. Here we go. Also, sorry to put uh, number one. On what you thought was a dormant podcast. <laughs> a little notification. Beware. We live, as a wise man once said. You know what the worst is, though? When the notification pops up and it's like promos for some affiliate podcast. Yes. And we promise Hate we'll it. never do that. No. Unless we revive some sort of Twilight Zone podcast right. for the Jordan Peele thing, which we, we probably about won't do. Maybe a, ba- a band called <laughs> Black Audio. Which... <laughs> That's right. So... Uh, AFI is our bread and butter here, and yes. Lord knows it butters our bread. It's paying some bills, let's oh say that. Oh, my Lord. But yes. uh, we had one episode, technically two, devoted uh-huh. to Black Audio, the right. little side project. I'm yeah. sorry, the, the great big grand side grand project. side project. Uh, so we covered their first two albums, mm-hmm. and then we covered the concert that we went to mm-hmm. with uh, dear friend Grant Bulmer, friend of the show. Yeah. Uh, and now we're covering their fourth right. album, only things we love. We leapfrogged right over that last one because that's what they were touring on. Materials. Right, right. Right. And so we kind of covered it, I don't know, by talking about our reactions to the mm-hmm. live show. I feel like we did our due yes. diligence here. It's a side project. It's Look. a side. What do you want? Yeah. Only things we love, Jeff Cork, came oh, we... out March 15th, 2019, the year of our Lord. Yeah. What I really like that title. I think we laughed at yeah. it when we first saw it. But the more I think about it, and like uh-huh. the floral pattern on the album art, yeah. I think it is a cool theme. It is very cool. And... They could have done the predictable thing if it was like, you know, Davey, only things he loves, it would be like a rabbit and a cat, (laughs) maybe some bangs. Yeah, his closet. His closet. Yeah. (laughs) But no. Instead, what would you say from listening to this album they're dealing with here? What are they unpacking? Well, funny story is we said we didn't cover materials. I spent two days listening to materials because I got messed up. (laughs) (laughs) Adult. You know what's really funny about that, though, is I listened to that a bunch before we went to the concert. Yeah. That album must have just washed right over me because I was listening to it again when I thought was the first time, and I'm like, this is really unremarkable stuff. There was not a single song on there where I was like, wait a second. This is the only reason I noticed it because I was like looking at the track list at one point. It was like, I'm in terms of 2016. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> what have I done? What have I done? That's not a great sign. I went back and listened to our previous episode on Black Audio. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember where we came down on Black Audio in general. It was a fun show. I remember that. It was a lovely show. Oh, the, the concert, you mean? Yeah. Yeah. No, it was. It is fun. It's fun just because it's happy to see Davey and Jade happy and in their element, trying something different. Yes. Jade banging on those... Ivory's back there, mm-hmm. and, and Davey just really... Tickling our fancies out. instead of the ivories. That's exactly yeah. right. Uh, it's fun to hear interviews here where they're talking about Black Audio and mm-hmm. touring the new album and stuff. Yeah. Uh, so Davey talks about like how, because of the lighting and with electronic music in general, you have to have so much kind of preordained and ready to go that you can't really change up the set list or the timing oh. too much along the way. Yeah. And so he's like, yeah, it's just kind of Jade back there doing his thing. And then he says, our shows are fun. This is from a Billboard interview. Unfortunately, we don't have the budget of any of those groups like Pet Shop Boys, Erasure, or VNV Nation. So it'll be up to just me. Oh, hang on. So it'll be up to me to just Broadway, as he there puts it. That's him selling And the he show. does a fantastic job. I remember he had a cool mustache and his suit was the color of a mustard. Mm, that's true. Yes, yes. Beautiful, beautiful mustard. So uh, this album, though, I thought it was interesting like listening to those two albums back to back accidentally, although it was good research. The last one, I think, overall kind of felt like a uh, a fun but 
it, a fun pose, but a pose nonetheless. Like it just seemed like it did not rise above its influences in right. a lot of ways. This seems the new one. Only things we love kind of reminded me of like a bridge between AFI and Black Audio in some ways. Like a lot of the songs. Boy, I feel like that's what Sex Sells was very much so, though. Yeah, but I think this one is another bridge. Who's to say you can't have one bridge? Bridge in the future. Exactly. Like a lot of these songs are made of like a dance remix of an AFI song. That's L- interesting. Lyrically, they're a lot simpler. Yes, but I think just. Overall, there's like elements that seem a lot more AFI than like in the last album of, you know, the last uh, yeah. Black Audio album. That's interesting. Yeah. I think uh, lyrically, I think there's something we're always kind of scrambling to try and piece together if how personal AFI lyrics are in general. Mm-hmm. I think it's sometimes a challenge to be like, how much is this a confession or how much is yeah. it just writing cool lyrics for the sake of writing yeah. cool lyrics? And I feel like with Black Audio in general, it's one step removed from that as well, where it's like, mm-hmm. I feel like it's more of a, a pose in a way, where it's like, yeah. they're just, it's an homage to music that they really love, just electronic right. music, you know, British synth pop and stuff from their youth. Mm-hmm. So I feel like Davey's putting on more of a facade in some way and not yes. pouring his heart out. Uh, and then musically with this album, I feel like, man, maybe it's just, I'm not as sophisticated when it comes to electronic music, mm-hmm. but I feel like it's a lot simpler because I think the last couple AFI albums, we've talked about like, Jesus, musically, this thing is just getting so experimental and layered mm-hmm. and different. And if you like need the- that layer of wind chimes in that song, maybe. I don't <laughs> Always know. cut it out. <laughs> uh, but if you like, you know, early Black Audio was also a little bit more in that vein and I feel like it's getting a little bit simpler. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if it's because they're turning these albums around quicker. Yeah. Because I remember Sex Cells, they're sitting on since like 2001. They didn't mm-hmm. come out until 2007. And so I think in that episode, where we talked about it last time, we talked about how much time Jade had to just tinker and add new oh, layers. Yeah. And he even talked about the difficulties and challenges because mm-hmm. he just felt compelled to add new layers and add yeah. new layers and he had to really strip it down. I feel like they've gotten to a good stripped down medium here. Yeah, this one is a lot of fun to listen to. Oh, you like it? I will say. Yeah. Yeah, it's like really... I'm not a big dancer, but I can see why someone would dance to this music. <laughs> I could imagine moving my body to these sounds. Yeah. Stomping around like Frankenstein. Yep. Yeah. So uh, this album, Only Things We Love, it was turned around right after they recorded Blood. Here's an interview from Setlist.fm. Uh, Davey Havoc says, Honestly, at the time of creating the Black Audio record, which was right on the heels of the FI Blood record, we went straight from recording that record to Mm -hmm. writing and recording only things we love it was natural for me to move lyrically in the direction that i had been in at the time rather than to flip to the more celebratory themes and the more hinistic themes that pervade black audio as a duo historically uh he also talks about kind of writing in dark themes again on this album this is a billboard interview with davy havoc he says my favorite kind of like stuff for him to talk about where he says i recognize that about myself it's difficult for me to get away from just writing darkness in general Mm -hmm. i wish i could write from a different perspective but it's very natural for me to come from a place that is generally perceived as the dark side of philosophy consciousness or creation i've tried i really envy those people who can write perfect pop songs that have universal appeal because i find that most of what i create and who i am to be very alienating Mm -hmm. he says with a laugh Hmm. but i come from an honest place and those sentiments inevitably come out in an honest form Interesting. I come from an honest place of worrying about the darkness of creation. A working man's ethic. (laughs) Uh, So unlike the AFI episodes of this podcast, we're not going to go necessarily track Mm -hmm. by track, but kind of if there's key moments and stuff, we can definitely play through that. It's interesting that that he said, you know, he wishes he could write like a perfect pop song or whatever, because I feel like the one standout track on this for me, at least, because I do have 
a like a pop music sensibility from time to Hang time. On. I really like Summer's Out of Sight. Summer's Out of Sight. I knew you were going to choose that one. I love that. Uh, let's jump to it because listening to it, I'm like, oh, this is some Crash Love stuff that Jeff Cork <laughs> is really going to love here. Here is Summer's Out of Sight. Bed and home. There's a funny home line in here we'll get to later mm-hmm. on in this album. Uh, what do you think about Davies singing overall for this one? Overall, like on the entire, on the entire album? album, yeah. It's it's good. I I think it's he's still he's like doing that affectation, which is like yes. the whole point of that side project. A lot of Dave God, uh-huh. mode, that kind of stuff. <laughs> Davy Havoc, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> but um, I I feel like again I just have like a, a broken record here. Mm-hmm. Ben Hansen, pause for effect. Uh, I feel like it is closer to AFI. Just I think instrumentation mm-hmm. is probably like one of the big things that sets it apart. You know, like it, it sounds a lot different. But I mean, like you could you could tell the kernel of of that creative place that that Davy Havoc comes from. Yeah, is present regardless of what kind of music he's writing. Yeah, I, I feel like this album in general too. I feel like Davy's changing up his singing style a little bit. I think mm-hmm. something that kind of I think we talked about it previously, but it's kind of, he always sounds a little bit too deep. It's like the December Underground thing where he's just yeah. singing a little bit too low. And like the first couple Black Audio albums, I feel like fall into that trap. Mm-hmm. And some songs on this one do, but then there's some songs like Carolyn in the clip here mm-hmm. uh, where he's surprisingly higher pitched. I think it sounds great. Here we go. Might be my favorite song on the album. It's a good track. Yeah, it's not bad. Ain't bad at all. Uh, I know this is also a silly refrain in this podcast. I listened to a lot of this album and just started thinking, like, what if there were just no vocals, though? You, <laughs> I was just going to say that. It's, I would love for them to make an instrumental album. Yeah, because like, listen to, like, the opening of Maker here. I think it sounds so awesome, and I feel like there's definitely enough people who are hungry for some more mm-hmm. 80s electronic music that would gladly put this on at a party and then... Maybe vocals would take him out a little bit. But Is this one where he's singing about digging for gold? Unclear, but here's the opening of Maker. Baseline's very Blue Monday, but that's fine. <laughs> Oh, 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 
Maker, everybody. Yeah. I'm with you. I think that like the simplicity of the lyrics, like because he is trying to be lighter, whether yeah. or not he succeeds. I think that a lot of times it's distracting because it is so silly and poofy. You know, poofy. there's not a lot to it. It's it's a lot of themes that I feel like they touched on in Crash Love Again, where it's mm-hmm. a lot about just kind of young love, mm-hmm. summer loving, as, as mm-hmm. a wise man once put it. But I agree. Like, Matrimony and Dust here, the last song of the album, kind of hits that theme where it's confusing lyrically. Your embrace told me not to tell you how I feel. Finally, that Davy Havoc jeans ballad. You ripped my your jeans yeah. somehow? Yeah, it's just yeah. like a story about, you know, uh, what happened when they were young and all this stuff. Yeah. A little forbidden love where, you know, ripped jeans are a big theme. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Other songs that stood out. There's like the Vials, which is the single. There's a mm-hmm. music video for it, uh, which is kind of just a that's, caged Davy. That's about the basement, right? Yeah, I believe so. Uh, Jade's in the back standing up playing a keyboard and it's a nice reminder that it's really tough to look cool while you're standing up playing a keyboard. Yeah, the only way is to like raise it way high so nobody can see you. Mm, yeah. I uh, thought that Matrimony and Dust in particular sounded A-F-I-E. Oh, that last one? Okay. That sounded like a uh, Matrimony and Dust in parentheses dance remix. That's what it reminded <laughs> me of. I get it. Uh, we listened to just a preview when this album was being teased of mm-hmm. OK Alex, mm-hmm. and we got a real kick out of it. But here's the opening to OK Alex. Mm-hmm. Kiss my lips. Could you use your mouth or your fist? Turn your hips. Till I could use a 17 slash. You came out swinging with a new sachet. Chorus, I kind of like you. Mm-hmm. My bells started ringing like a wedding day. Okay, Alex, okay, Alex, I'll play. All right, if you had to guess, mm-hmm. do they know somebody named Alex, or is that just a random name pulled out of the ether? Oh, well, I bet that they initially submitted it, and it was something real, and their lawyers were like, you know what, if Trevor hears this, he's going to be seriously pissed. You don't know anyone named Alex, do you? No? Good. Roll with it. Hand on the Bible, you don't know an Alex. Uh, here's the uh, here's an interesting little breakdown here in OK Alex. Sweats. should score a movie Ooh, with lyrics or not no lyrics no lyrics that's an interesting idea yeah. i bet they would like to yeah. i bet they'd be up for it yeah. uh yes okay alex okay um also just a constant refrain every time i say breakdown in the song mm-hmm. people on twitter have politely correct me the word i'm looking for is bridge musical bridge doom, doom, boom, boom. yeah exactly uh Let's see, this is a moment, Infinite Skin, the first song in the album. Is this the breakdown? 
Uh, this is not the breakdown. This is just a little moment that I thought of you because I mm. figured you'd get a kick out of it. You make my list. I watched you make a killing nearly tonight. You stopped a little short, a little short of something right. Well, well, well. I got a Hell yeah. <laughs> Really doing it. They're they're having a good time. That's exactly it. That's Which, the take with Black that. Audio. Like I don't know how often I'd listen to Black Audio mm-hmm. if I wasn't recording a podcast about yeah. it. But at the same time, yeah, I'm, I'm happy they're having a good time. I love the fact that they have so much stuff they want to do, and they want to do it together. It's not like a band that's just like as soon as the like, all right, done. Bam! They just scatter into the wind. It's like I don't want to see you assholes again until we have to hit the road. Right? You know? Like right. those two guys have found like kindred spirits, and I think that's awesome for sure. Uh, another interesting little moment musically is "Enemies Forever." Did you enjoy, because you and I, first thing you got to know about us, we're gamers. Big time. <laughs> Did you enjoy Dark Arcades? Yeah. I was waiting you for could say that. Some specific Rampage reference or something. But Finish him. <laughs> oh, wait. Actually, that totally reminds me. Hang on. There was a moment. Are you thinking of what I'm thinking? Oh, my God. Hang on. When I'm it gonna... happened, I was like, can they do that? Okay, <laughs> hang on. Should they I have done that? need to find this exact <laughs> moment that we're talking about here. Oh, here we go. Okay, it is in <laughs> Dark Times at the Berlin Wall. I'm glad that this stuck out to you. Oh, my well. God. Yeah, here we go. If Davey yelled Mortal Kombat in that moment, what's better than that? (laughs) Just guys being dudes. Just guys being dudes. (laughs) Also, that song in the chorus, it's saying hello to an astronaut. That's like, I love that too, because again, AFI couldn't get away with that. But again, there's certain like lyrical things, even just okay, Alex, you know, like I love that it kind of they can get out of their comfort zone and just write some stranger, more specific mm-hmm. stuff. Yep. Yeah, it's an odd one. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Yeah, it seems like a little experimental of an album. The tone, I think I appreciate, is that it's a little different. It's a little varied. It kind of gets back to the overall theme of Dave and Jade being in a more experimental place right now. Mm-hmm. Prolific, yes. I'd argue. They wrote, of course, classic Dave and Jade style. They wrote uh, 69 songs, apparently, for this album and mm-hmm. then whittled it down. Mm. I'm sure they're at 68 and they just wanted to get one fun thing in there. So he just banged the keyboard for a while to be able to say that in interviews and whatnot. But still a good time overall. Yeah. Would you listen to Black Audio if not for this podcast? Would you ever go back and listen to it? Well, I did. Oh, I Accidentally. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't recommend this album, honestly. If you're like an AFI fan who likes Davey at his most theatrical Mm. and him and Jade at like their grandest. Grandest. This would be like, I I think this could be something you might be into. Materials, not so much. That's like a, boy, you really have to like them. Really? Or you have to uh, emerge from a time capsule. Because <laughs> I, I think that one, again, I don't think it materials rises above 
the inspirations. Yeah. It just doesn't seem like there's anything going on there, really. Sure. But this one's a lot of fun. Like what, um, what do you think of this mystery track for you, Jeff Cork? Hmm? I think that is, if you had to guess. I don't know. What do you think that is singing? Guy normal? Did they bring oh, him on? No, this is Jade. Really? He has released six tracks on his website of just Jade solo stuff. This song is called <clears throat> Not a Halloween Man, keep in mind. This song is called Boo, I'm a ghost. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And I don't know if Did he's he trying- see like Fallout Boys track list and he's like, all right, guys, check <laughs> in, mate. Boo, I'm a ghost. <laughs> I don't know, but he, he even builds it on the side like, hey, here's a rare one I'm actually singing. But at some point, if we keep doing more of these episodes, which yeah. would be fun, I would love to just break down that weird kind of experimental, just post on his website, you have to pay for each track individually, Jade music because i think it's awesome that he's posting stuff on his own which i think we both wanted to hear for yes. a while singing you know it's an interesting tone would you consider jade solo stuff a side project from black audio which would in turn make it the <laughs> biggest side project of all time like afi twice removed absolutely i really think it would uh that basically is only things we love uh we haven't done the dream car episode yet i was realizing that like, i still haven't heard a single <laughs> track from dream car which yeah. we had talked about doing at some point yeah What's your interest level in that? I would say, let's do it. <laughs> okay, fantastic. I'd be up for that. Uh, AFI is going on tour yeah. uh, in August with Smashing Pumpkins yeah. and Noel Gallagher. Are they going to be here? No, they're not coming to Minneapolis where How this podcast are they is coming? based. God, I forget. Chicago probably, but I don't uh, think we're going to travel to see it. AFI, if you're listening, if you fly us out there, we'll go see you. <laughs> Absolutely. I think you'll be mightily rewarded. Yes. Yeah. A uh, king's uh, ransom. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. All right. I'm glad to catch up with you a little bit, Jeff Cork. Yeah, uh, that was hopefully, great. Hopefully you've enjoyed Only Things We Love out there. Uh, oh, congratulations to our dear friends at AFI News Headquarters. Yes. Uh, they celebrated their 10th anniversary recently. Holy cow. That's awesome. Yeah, they really did it. Um, so we hope to come back in the future. Maybe Dream Car or maybe when new AFI stuff gets mm. bubbling because they, they're saying that they're writing a new AFI album right now. That's awesome. I bet on the tour they'll tease something new. Yeah. I know nothing, but I'll put money on that. Yep. It'll be encore, and people will be like, huh? <laughs> All right, Jeff Cork, right. thank you for recording this, thank buddy. Thank you. All right, till next time. Bye. 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 <laughs>